Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Nerd. Welcome to episode 278. Shit, that's a lot of fucking episodes. Um, today we're going to be talking about con burnout, hobby burnout, um, also hobbying stuff. Life burnout. Uh, life burnout. <laughs> uh, all the things um, on today's episode. But before we do that, well, let's get to the business. We want to thank Midnight Heroes for being awesome and providing quality chibi miniatures and a chibi miniature game coming out that you can demo and play at Warfare Weekend. And don't forget, there is a special edition Warfare Weekend um, chibi miniature, uh, Captain Avira, that you can purchase from them. Um, so that'll be pretty cool if you haven't already shown the picture of it so you can see it. Uh, we want to thank Muse on Minis for helping us get our podcast out to the masses. Um, we want to thank Pyrobellum War Games, makers of Conquest. Uh, make sure you check it out and you can find a link on our Twitch area that you can get 10% off your first order. Uh, we want to thank the awesome, awesome guys at Turbo Dork for making turbo shifting and metallic paints uh, one of our favorite uh, peoples in the world. Plus their silicone pallets, which, I mean, are good for everyone, even if you don't want some turbo-shifting paint. Yes. <laughs> They've got some really good stuff. Uh, we want to thank Creature Caster for sponsoring the channel also. Makers of some really incredible miniatures. And also Judgment and their tribe with uh, miniatures that you get a 5th edition module to go with. And uh, they will be at Warfare Weekend. On top of that, they'll be running some of their adventures, too. So, be kind of oh. cool. I got pretty decent RPGs coming out uh, being played this year, uh, which we can always have more RPGs. So, thank you, God, everybody. And that's going to be my spiel. Um, do we have any shout-outs this week, John? Not that uh, coming across my brain right now. Yeah, I don't think um, uh, we saw any. Oh, yeah, we did. Um, what's this face from Rocky? Um, oh, Bert yeah, Young. yeah, yeah. Bert yeah. Young, the uh, he played the tough guy character. Uh, His uh, cousin Polly, right? Yes, yeah, Rocky. Uh, he was eighty three, so um, you got this, Rock. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I did see that one. Uh, he passed away this week. I didn't see the reason why, but I mean, eighty threes have you know been around for a while. So, um, can y'all think of any other ones? Uh, no. Like, not that came across my, my, my brain there, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, I have to do a shout-out to um, uh, the Shade Monster that Captain Mizzy destroyed in your campaign, uh, I guess, this week. Um, nerd. <laughs> that she, her first roll was a crit on her first roll uh, of your campaign. <laughs> so, uh, shout-out to uh, Captain Mizzy, her first... Her first roll of the new campaign was a crit and just smashed a rate to pieces. So Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He know what he did. Yeah. He drew the wrong person. Um so let's get to some really cool business and some things that we always have to do. And you know, this is what everybody that's what everybody comes in and sees us for. John, what are you drinking tonight? Hey look. Dr. McGillicuddy's apple pie? Yep. Wow. This is my last bottle for now, so I'll have to go oh. get more. I found one that we missed last week. Oh. In terms of celebrity deaths. Oh. Piper Laurie. Uh, 
who played uh she was the mother on in Carrie. Oh yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Um, so John, apple pies, that's all you're drinking? No, like, chaser? Nothing else? Just straight up? I mean, I have water here, too. Yes, straight up. <laughs> straight up, don't tell me. Oh, really it's it's 21%. This is fucking kid's juice. It might as well be apple juice. <laughs> I mean, not the way I drink it, but in general. Yeah. Nerd, what are you drinking? Uh, I got strawberry lemonade and vodka. <laughs> Sounds good. It's delicious. Uh, I had, couldn't find a small glass, so I had to use a tall glass. Um, I have a little bit of Maker's Mark tonight. Ooh. Just a small bit of Maker's Mark. Not going to drink a lot. Maybe not even drink the whole thing. I'm luckily limited by how much I can drink, by how much this bottle's left. <laughs> Convenient. So, uh, guys... It sucks out there, and we all know it does. Try to make the best of everything that you've got. I know that things don't go everybody's way, and I know things don't go even my way. Um, And uh, I want to make sure that you are trying to take care of yourself the best way possible, whether it's hobbying, whether it's hanging out, whether it's calling Gonzo and bullshitting about stuff or whatever. Just make sure you're taking care of yourself. As we always say, if you see something, say something. If you hear something, do something. And if you can do something, do it. But if you can't, find someone that will. Because we got to make sure we take care of each other in this fucked up, shitty world. Um, in any way possible. And if you can donate time, donate energy, even a simple phone call, just do it. Thanks, Nike. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's a good slogan. Yeah, it is. Um... Cheers, people. I just, I, I didn't think Nike. <laughs> Cheers. Mine went to uh, Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. <laughs> That's good too. I mean, it doesn't matter how oh, yeah. you get the the message. Just get the message and do it. <laughs> Times like this, we we tend to retreat inward, which is kind of related yeah. to our topic, and not do stuff. And we need to do stuff. We do. Yes. And we need to we make need sure to. that we're, I mean, everybody needs to have their time that they can be away from people and, you know, you know, introvert for a bit, but we got to do stuff. Keep things going. Yep. Having yep. a good time. We're getting into that time of year where going outside is going to be less and less palatable. Yeah. And the weather is getting, you know, drearier and darkerly and all that would, stuff. Would you say the weather outside is becoming frightful? Not delightful. Hey, look, that's a double pun since Halloween followed by Christmas, and it's a Christmas song, and Halloween's frightful. I'm working here. <laughs> Fucking work with me a little bit. I'm laying down some deep shit here. Uh, which, talking about Halloween, I just realized uh, next year's Warfare Weekend... Uh, the first day is November 1st, which is a Friday, so Thursday night is Halloween. <laughs> sir, sir, I know it's going to be a pain in your ass, but you've got to have a Halloween costume contest then. Uh, you've got to. We, we might have to. You've got to. 
Uh, uh, if you're doing a costume contest, I will be there. Uh, well, oh, shit. we we actually have um, so there's a lady, uh, Kathy Nelson. Uh, big shout out to Mama Nerd. Um, she is uh, she's a cosplayer, and she her uh, Haley costume actually got invited to a cosplay contest uh, because it was done so well, and she upgraded it and did some more. And she's um, she actually is teaching how to do uh, cosplay props this year. Which I think is cool. Like how to make a van brace out of, you know, leather and, you know, and, and a dagger and all this other stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. Uh, and I talked to her about doing cosplay contest uh, next year. And with Thursday being October 31st and November 1st is the first day of the convention, we might have to do a um, a costume contest type thing. Okay. Yeah, costume contest, not cosplay. Because I'm just like, my character does not exist outside of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to. I have to talk with her because she she's uh, she's probably going to be heading up some stuff for us from here on out in Warfare Weekend um, and stuff. But, because um, I actually looked at it about you know when we were going to try to, if we could change dates. And we can't change dates um, for the simple fact that if we change dates... The week after, if we change it to the next weekend, the week after is um, Thanksgiving. Mm. And I'm like, 22nd, 23rd, it, it's like the Thanksgiving weekend type thing. Oh, so, the next weekend you have afterwards. Yes. What you could change it to is Thanksgiving. That makes more sense. Yeah, because like next year. Um, no, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. Friday the 1st. Is, is that a. One of the first cons I went to was a LARPing uh, Vampire the Masquerade car con, and it was on Halloween weekend, and the costume contest was fucking amazing. I'm sure it was. Yes. I know. I don't look at kind of would go to that. It was actually my buddy's idea. I tagged along because I did, and it was fun. It's the first. That's when I saw um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, because I hadn't seen it prior to that. Not surprising since I was. Did you get auctioned off? No, no, no we, we, it was on TV. Oh. I was hanging out with some people, you know, that I met there, and it was on TV, and we're like, just watch the. They're like, "Oh, this is great!" And I'm like, "I've never seen it." Like, "All right, we're watching it now." Fair. Yeah. We'll we'll probably do something Halloween related or costume related, um, like extra prize support or you know, extra whatever. We'll do something fun. Yeah, hopefully by then I will have the ability to have vacation and <laughs> maybe even minis. the money. Bobbing for minis? No. Nobody's sticking their face in water that everybody else is stuck in their face in water. Not in today's day and age. <laughs> you know, I had an idea, but I immediately discounted it as worms. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Instead, fill the bucket with hand sanitizer and fucking uh, pop into that. That'll be great. Yeah, no. <laughs> my eyes, my eyes burn in just the mere thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, never said I had great ideas. Just ideas. We may have to make everything kind of a spooky year on that one. I just realized that because I was talking to the um, Nancy, which runs the convention stuff uh, this week, about, you know, signing up for everything and doing stuff and contracts and, you know, that stuff that you're yeah. supposed to do as a convention organizer. And it came up and I was like, holy shit. I thought you mentioned that. Yeah. Fucking bobbing for stuff. Not hygienic in the fucking least. No. <laughs> Not now. But then again, I mean, yeah, you, you go into a pool, right? But then there's chlorine in the pool and you don't want to bob for stuff in chlorine. That's not good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. My brain's now going down that road. So. 
You're welcome. Yeah. We may have to do something horror-based or whatever for next year and everything. And what's funny is, um, talking about horror-based, uh, one of my coworkers likes horror movies. And I was like, well, what kind of horror movies? And she's like, I don't like jump scare movies. I like good horror movies and stuff. And so we were yeah. talking about um, movies to watch. And I was like... Here's one that you have to watch all the time because it's Halloween based and it's still good and it's not a jump scare, but it is Halloween. And she looked at me and she was like, "What?" I'm like, The Crow. And she's like, shit, that was that's, a Halloween movie. That's not a horror movie, though. No, but that is a Halloween movie. Oh, fuck yeah. And that's the reason, that's, you know, that's the reason I why I was... actually haven't seen The Crow in its entirety because I think I've only seen it edited on TV. Oh, uh, yeah. You need to watch the whole thing. Yeah. I haven't seen The Crow in at least two months. <laughs> I remember when you reviewed it. I love that movie. I, I didn't watch it this week. I was planning on watching it for next week, but I might not be on the show next week, so we will see. Yeah. I'll still probably watch it, but I might not review it. But then again, I reviewed it not that long ago. I mean, yeah. spoiler, zero. Yeah, it's movie. Do not amazing. change except to have Brendan Lee live through it. Yeah. Anyways, Rest in peace, Brandon. Uh, real topic. We should probably get to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me go ahead. Uh, I'm going to switch over everything. Uh, our topic uh, today, like I said, we're going to talk about con burnout and hobby burnout. Um, Nerd had brought it up uh, a little bit before about convention drop uh, type thing. And it is a real mm-hmm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. And going to too many and actually picking and choosing when you go and where you go is actually going to be a very important uh, this next year, uh, not only just for conventions, but moolah. So, as go ahead. the wise man once said, is you gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Career burnout. I've been there too. <laughs> I live there. I fucking live there. Oh, before we get started, let me say, hopefully my camera will come up pretty quickly. Yes. Uh, I got uh, my airship in, and I know that some people wanted to see that yeah. type thing yeah, before. I mean, it is a model that is not gonna convince me to play War Machine Hordes, but. It's close. Okay, like, so no complaints to their models. I, I the Magnus's new Jack is awesome. Magnus is cool. That airship is super awesome. Oh, excuse me. Here is the gunner that sits underneath and is all one piece. I kind of wish that the oh. goblin wasn't one piece. No, I mean, the, but I understand. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm not butthurt over it. Like in a perfect world, sure, you could probably have it so that he right around that. Uh, ring with the the studs in it you could have that like seat in with him holding on to it already yeah so you could paint him a little bit outside of it but i remember if they can't painting tip guys if you can't reach it with a brush they probably can't fucking see it it'll be okay yeah. just prime black or at the very least if you prime white get black all in that area so it'll just look okay shading no one it'll be fine it'll be fine um, here's the balloon top um this these parts are glued on they, uh, it is it is hollow, by the way, but it's got a very thick wall. Uh, these parts uh, were separate pieces, the the pointy ends, and I glued them on already. Oh, I got to do a little bit of cleanup before I got a little bit of some more supports in some places. Um, Wait, also, if it attaches to the bottom, if you're going to uh, paint it in pieces, you could easily put a handle on the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could do this and just paint it like this. That's what, that's what I'm going to do. Here is the actual airship. Um, I'm going to take out the guy that's inside. Because he is actually a separate piece. Um, you had to glue on this bomb and this bomb and these bags. 
And then this was a separate piece that glued in the bottom of this. And then, of course, this is glued to here. But. Um, no, that's, that's, that's pretty fine. I mean. Oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this at all. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, paint the guy separate seems fine. You can get reach mode stuff in there. Oh, again, yeah. Again, remember, a lot of that stuff you're not going to know. Oh, yeah. That the back I see it. That Art of Michael LaFoy says, but I will know it's there. Yes, you will. But. Part of dealing with that is part of avoiding your hobby burnout, because if you worry about every little fucking thing you can't get your brush to, it's going to drive you fucking insane. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy I'll paint up separately. Uh, he's not going to get, like, extreme detail, but then I'll glue him in. Um, oh, yeah, he doesn't need to. He's, 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 he needs just basic. Yeah. Like, in fact, honestly, you could even, what I would do is I would take a picture of what it, you know, one side and the other side, so I can see what's clearly visible, so I know what I need to detail more, and even after you glue him in, because here's a tip, you're going to want to note where he sits because you don't want to paint that because then the glue will adhere to the paint and that makes it less uh, secure. Yeah. Um, so. That's where the goblin sits. So, I mean, pretty easy. Uh, yeah, you definitely want to glue it, paint him separately. Yeah. You, it's just very, I like that it's very clearly where you won't, don't need to worry about paint on him. Yeah. And it's a little posable. You can have him swivel to one side or the other. Yeah. And then here is the balloon on top. I'm probably not going to glue the balloon on top, but maybe do like a little magnet system. Because this, uh, is, this is a... be hard because of the way it sits, it's it's made there. You have to put magnets in weird spots. Yeah, I'm going to see what I can do. Which might be able to do, but... Yeah, but this is a very top-heavy, big model. I mean... Yeah, but huge. I mean, it's a game of that. And with yeah. less models Do you have nowadays. a way that you'll eventually be able to suspend that? Like, I think that would look really cool if he ended up like having a way to suspend it to display <laughs> it. But yeah, but I mean, I got to do a little bit of cleanup. There's still some, you know, some 3D print uh, support. It's no big deal. They all pop off. They, whoever does their 3D support does a really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like. But I mean, this we, is. I understand solid. the common complaint is that it's a 3D printed bottle. Yes, understood. But they do a good job on it. Oh yeah, this this one is really really good and really really I'm, impressive i'm just more the the only complaint i can have is how expensive it is for what's ostensibly a 3d printed model correct it's like as a model i have no problem playing that price if gw said hey cool here's a war balloon for some fucking uh you know age of sigmar faction that was just like that at the same price point it'd be like okay cool but it would be better quality so it's not like bad no, it's, it's, it's where it's, it is nowadays. Let's, let's be honest. GW would flip that model out at like fifty percent more of the price. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's. I guess it's, it, I did found no layer lines, no bad prints, no, no, no you know, no they, squish they, parts. It was really solid. It was professionally done. I have no complaints about what I've seen of them. Even when yeah. uh, uh, Bowie got mo a lot of the models early, um, little problem with breakage. That's been fixed a little bit. From what I understand, but yep. overall, they were they were solid quality. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was. I've been really happy. Um, I actually do have a list that uses one of those in um, my brine bloods, but I can't field that list yet because I'm still waiting for other models because the expansions are not out yet. So, figured y'all would enjoy that to see what it was like and what it would look like. And it's a pretty, it's a fun model. Somebody, no, no, um, like, <laughs> that is the kind of model I would potentially purchase just to paint and enjoy. Yeah. What was interesting about this whole model was. Um, Whenever Privateer Press showed it, um, the base 
they did some graphic design work and on the base was miniature versions of all their models so it looked like they were really really small on the ground so it looked like the balloon was really high up <laughs> and i was like okay that's pretty cool <laughs> well played well played yeah. and, and honestly how does it attach again sorry I'm, you're about to paint yeah. bring it up later when you when you get done with that color bring it up again oh there you put it down no, to the uh, base. How does the uh, the balloon part attach to the base? Oh, it is. Give me one second. The whole thing attaches. This whole piece. This is all one piece right here. Okay. And so, there's a there's a pinning there's a you know a pin system in here that you just glue in. So yeah, you could easily get a clear plastic stand if you wanted it to be yeah. further off. You could get rid of that whole bottom fin and just do a clear plastic stand. I have. I have some here in my in my in my drawers even because I've done stuff. So just interesting to know. Yeah, you could you 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 can do some cool little you know flight stuff with it. So okay. there's nothing wrong with that. Captain Busy wants to know if it's the bomber or the raider. That is the bomber. The raider has a different gun and different and, and probably no bombs. And uh, I think the bombs are different. Okay. Because I think probably the bomb the, the raider the raider has a bombing system, but it's not as it's a little bit different. Cool. So, all right. Sorry. Topic. Topic. No, that's fine. Um, what? Us get sidetracked? Never. Right. Um, impossible. It's impossible. Con burnout or con drop. Now, you, unless you've got like a ton of money and stuff, you're always going to be picky about where you're going to go. Um, that's just how life is right now. Um, and there's certain cons I'll go to because, you know, you know, those are the ones I like. AKA I always go to Adepticon if I can, or always try to go to Adepticon. Um, I, I wouldn't mind going back to Gen Con one more, once more, but the so, cost of Gen Con yeah, cost to benefit, I think, is the biggest thing in, in cons. Now, honestly, con drop is difficult if you're not going to a lot of them. It can still happen, but, um, you know, most of us don't go to that enough cons for that to become a thing. But well, I look at con drop as something different than con burnout. Like, I con drop to me is that dopamine, like, serotonin drop that you get after socializing and having, like, an it, it's it's a legitimate thing like that that emotional high that you get being around people for a while and then you get home and it goes back to everyday life and some people just take it extra hard yeah yeah that's fair it's sort of the opposite in that case it's the the craving of more cons so really mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're that you could afford it and honestly this sounds terrible to put it this way, but I don't mean it in any any offensive way to anyone. You can sort of get around that by having a good internet social structure with friends. Connect with them. Fucking make a Discord. Just chat. Like, I saw people in Discord sometimes. I just go in and like, oh, you're in the chat room alone. Hey, what's going on, dude? That kind of thing can give you that if you find something you're in about. Like, uh, like it was Battletech Discord. Like, hey, what's going on? You're in here alone, dude. Are you okay? You want to chat with somebody? What's going down? Well, you know, and it also I, could be that you're yeah. just your social battery is just done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but this oh, is yeah. the opposite. This is the 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 drop after 
Con. I take it more as the, it's not your social batteries done. That would be Con Burnout. This is more of the, you know, you're no longer having the interaction and you want more. Yeah. Yeah. And y- you, like, f- it, it's almost like a combination of, like, Drop and Burnout where, like, you get that serotonin dopamine high and, like, it's sometimes adrenaline depending on how intense some of these tournaments or matches get and you feel absolutely drained afterwards but at the same time also missing that social interaction and that's when self-care after cons is so important and self-care during cons like making sure you're hydrating making sure you're eating and sleeping and all that kind of stuff three two one yes at least one shower, at least two meals, at least three hours of sleep. I know some of you young bucks and young 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 ladies can can just keep going. Don't stop and rest. Even if you don't fully sleep, closing your eyes and just chilling for a couple hours will recharge you more and prevent any sort of problems. If you push your body too hard you may be able to keep going, but eventually your body is going to make you stop. You do not want that. You want to be the one in charge of going, okay, it's time to stop and chill. Let me lie down. If you sleep, you sleep. Set an alarm. If you've got something important you got to get to, set an alarm for a little bit before that. Like, I'd say an hour and a half. Enough time to get a shower, maybe get a meal, and then go to the event. You can't push yourself too hard these things. I know it's fun. I know it's great but you can't push yourself too hard. It's that, it's that, that FOMO fear of missing out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't let, I know how it's hard. Try not to let it affect you. There will still be good times to be had. Just go find the good times. The journey, not yeah. the destination. Three weeks in a row. <laughs> you know, just, just enjoy it while there. It's, there's actually, it's actually uh, words from a book I read a while ago where a guy was describing his relationship and why it was different. It's not about spending every moment doing the thing or being with a person. It's about enjoying every moment you're able to spend doing that or being with a person to its fullest. So you don't have to spend every moment. You, you got brand new friends. It's great. You don't need to spend every moment with them. Just enjoy yeah. every moment you are with them to your fullest. It's okay. Look, it's the internet age. You guys don't even fucking know. And I hate to sound like the old guy. <laughs> Back in the day, you would meet people at the cons. You'd become the best of friends for three days, and then you'd never see them again. Accurate. And it seems terrible, but it's okay. Most of those people would come up to you like, John, we met at this con. They would instantly be in. That's that's how we are as gamers. But now with the internet age, you, don't, you can keep in touch. And I know, like, back in the day, we could call, and it's not the same. Like, for all of technologies problems the the ability to communicate with people all over the place is great no that's great art of michael you said you were gonna he was gonna be productive and do school stuff tonight but paint has gotten to the palette sometimes you got to that's part of our topic is paint burnout and fighting that as well well you know gonzo was gonna bring out that uh, i have not hobby streaked in probably a month at least three weeks you know and part of that's because I painted a model. It didn't come out as well as I like. Is it fine? Yeah, it's fine. But that combined with life stress has made me 
a little upset, so I'm chilling. And you need that. That's part of self-care. In fact, we probably should call this, this episode self-care. Because <laughs> that's important, and there's many aspects to it. Some of it is making sure, you know, you you keep communicating with the people who you, you found and love at con. Some of it is just making sure you stop hobbying. If, you, if you're doing something in your life, and it is no longer enjoyable, and you don't need it to survive, like work or such, fucking stop doing it! Yeah, take a break. Either yeah. stop doing it entirely or just take a break for a while. Do something else. Change things up. Change yeah. your environment. If you're painting and it's frustrating you, painting should not be frustrating. Stop. Do something else for a bit. It's okay. We're not going to judge you. No one's going to... No one who cares about you is going to judge you. Yeah. If you're playing a video game and it's not fun anymore, take a break. It's okay. Different types of fun. Sometimes video games put challenges where you're like, I don't want to challenge. I just want to fucking... I used to come home from work and put Halo on fucking easy mode and just murder a bunch of Covenant motherfuckers because I just wanted some cathartic murdering. I didn't want to challenge. I want to challenge, I play something else. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It's part of self-care is self-knowledge and knowing what you need. Listening to your emotional and uh, mental cues and physical cues to know what you need yeah if you come home from work and you're just fucking exhausted take a nap or if you think that's going to ruin your sleep schedule just chill lie down eat, read a book lie down listen to some music hey, eat something yeah yeah we, we try to avoid the whole eating as you know pleasure to get how i become fat but if it keeps you going you know yeah, there's a saying, whatever least. it takes to keep get you by, right? This is not a fair world. It's not going to be a nice world. Whatever it takes to get you by yeah. within reason, of course. You know, if you come home and you need a shot of whiskey to get by, take a shot of whiskey as long as it doesn't become a problem. If it keeps happening, you might want to see what the core problem is and try and solve that, but you can't always. Sometimes just work was a pain. Go home and have something you enjoy. You know? Have a cookie. cookie oh, I have to bitch about this. Uh-oh. Oh. I have to bitch. Uh-oh. So I uh, I was very busy this week, so I decided to stop off and go grab something to eat on the way home. And so I stopped off at Brahms. I was like, oh, Brahms got this, you know, chicken strip meal. And it's like fries, chicken strips, a cookie, and some gravy, and some sauce, and, you know, a drink. So fine. I'm like, that's quick and easy. Super Did cheap. Did you forget your cookie? No. Got a okay. fucking raisin cookie in it. I'm like, motherfucker, it looked like a chocolate chip cookie. And when I pulled it out, it has a fucking raisin oatmeal cookie. I'm like, motherfucker. I was so pissed off at that. <laughs> uh, well, I regret to inform everyone, this is how more than dice ends. Because uh, John Don Brookno uh, dissed it on the raisin cookies. Because oatmeal raisin is fucking amazing. The only thing that beats an oatmeal raisin cookie is a fresh, warm chocolate chip cookie. Oh, I couldn't stand it. I can't stand it. I can't stand it well raisin. Oatmeal raisins fucking the bomb diggity. I was just so mad at that. I was like, mm. now see, I will take one of, I will take an almond spritz cookie over a chocolate chip cookie any day. Like fresh <laughs> Christmas spritz cookies. See, everyone, this is what makes us all great is our differences. Here's three of us. We all love different cookies. <laughs> yep. I was just all excited about a chocolate chip cookie really and that like motherfucker gave me a raisin. 
I can understand that. You expect something, you don't get it. And honestly, there's another self-care tip, is if you, you go and you expect a child, but you don't get it, try not to affect it. Try not to let it bother you too much. You no. know? Yes, it sucks, but there are chocolate chip cookies out there. You will have a chocolate chip cookie again, and it'll be okay. Yeah, so. It's easy to let, like, all of us, the littlest thing sometimes is what, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back. But you have to understand when you're getting there. And it can happen for anything, the hobby, you know? It may not be your dice roll that pissed you off. Maybe it's just you're playing a game and the cool model you just painted just got fucking took out easily and you're like, God damn it, I painted that and I wanted to play with it. Try not to let it affect you. That model's painted now. You'll play it again and again and again. It'll be okay. And it's hard. No one wants to hear it'll be okay when they're upset. But sometimes you need to, you know? You feel yourself going on tilt at any point. Con, hobby, put it down. You know, if you're at a con, it's difficult. If you're in a tournament, sometimes you just got to suck it up and go on. But sometimes I had a guy in a grand tournament for a games workshop. We we're towards the end of the end of the, the event. And he's like, hey, can we pause for a second so I can go get a drink? I'm like, yeah, dude, go get a drink. What the fuck do I care? You're enjoying it. You can enjoy yourself more with a drink. It's all good. Try and be magnanimous. Understand that what things going through. You know, I had another tournament where a guy, like you could tell, he was fucking dejected. I was trying to be cool and funny, and he was dejected. And I just looked at him like, dude, do, do you want to stop? He's like, oh no, it's a tournament. I'm like, no, no, let's stop. You're not having fun anymore. We can stop. Yeah. And sometimes you got to be the bigger person. Like, yeah, I was having a great time. I was fucking rolling him. You know, we, we, we had some fun moments early on, but he quickly realized that what I had brought was the paper to his rock. <laughs> you know, he had a he had a steam tank with and he put Santa Claus into it. I thought it was great. I'm like, that's awesome. But Skippy, my mobile artillery unit, was a Lord of Change, thought that was a rival demon power and fucking went and murdered it. So you know, he, he you know, sometimes it happens. But try and understand that. Unless you're literally at the top tables of a tournament, it doesn't fucking matter. Let the guy go get a beer. Let the guy, let, let's call it and, and do victory points uh, off of what it is. You know? Who cares? It's a game. They're not having fun anymore. You need to help them. That's part of us being together. We're all gamers together. You need to be helping their mental health. Helping them avoid that. Because you might, in a, in a bigger con, you letting them stop and decompress and not just get fucking owned... In a tournament that doesn't, a part of a tournament that maybe doesn't matter, you're going to help them enjoy the rest of that tournament. You're going to help bring them joy. That's going to be on you. That's there, awesome. There was a tournament that I was doing. It was a war machine, and I'm playing this guy, and I'm, I'm doing my turn. I'm going through it and stuff, and this guy's like freaking out, and he's like picking up dice, and his hands are like visibly, you know, shaking type thing, and not like he's shaking the dice to roll them. He's like, he can't move the models. His hands are shaking so hard. I'm like, I'm like, dude we need to take a break. I'm like, I, I paused the clock. I called the judge. I says, I'm pausing the clock. This guy, you know, he, I, he, you know, I, I want this guy to take a break. He's, you know, <laughs> he's got some, something going on. He needs a break. He yeah. needs a break. And he's like, the judge is like, okay, no worry about it. Um, cause, uh, and I knew the judge and the judge knows that we're not, you know, fucking around. And I says, dude, just t- sit down, take 30 seconds, take some deep breaths. Let's get back to the game. Tell me what you're doing. 
and talk about it and we'll get through it and we'll get it done and then we'll go. And eventually, yeah. you know, it came through. I mean, he still lost, but it was a whole lot better. And he was like, dude, I've never had anybody do that before. And I was like, it's a game. Yeah. I can tell that you want to win and, you know, you're having, you know, you're, you're, you're wanting to do good, but you look like you were about to have a nervous breakdown. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's the journey, not the destination. Yeah. We all want to win, but I'd rather have fun playing than win. Yeah. I've had plenty of games that I did not have fun in one. They're not nearly as satisfying as a game where I had a lot of fun and lost. Yeah. And it, you, you, that's, we need to watch out for each other like that. The person on the other side is not your enemy. He is a temporary adversary. At the end of the game, he is your friend. Or at the very least, he is a fellow in enjoying the same hobby that you enjoy. Don't don't let it become adversarial. You don't need that. We don't need that. You want Some people back. like get all the way into that. Like that's the problem with a lot of uh, video games. Why why people don't play a lot of PvP stuff? Because you hear the horror stories. You know they make fun of it in movies. You know people, you know talking shit and all that and being stupid on comps like. Luckily, I have experienced none of that, or very little of that, and most people just want to have fun with the game. You know, it's not like it's not like you're like this is not life or death. This is a game, all yeah. of it. And a convention is is a series of games, having fun. You know, if you're not having fun, now, granted, to an extent, by signing up for something like a tournament you have a responsibility to an extent for that. You know, play the best you can, try and give a thing. But if it's becoming to the point where you just can't, maybe you need to concede, walk away, give that guy his win or whatever, and, and just be like, look, I can't. I just can't. People will respect you more for understanding that you just can't than for you standing there and taking it and maybe blowing up. Um, I've seen some blow-ups. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't want to, but it, we all have stresses. We all know, don't know how things are going to affect us in our life. Maybe you jumped in and like, ah, this, is, this, this list is going to be the best thing since sliced bread, and it is very much not, and you have made a <laughs> terrible error. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. It's good to remember that we're all together and just talk about it. Communication is the key. It's difficult. I know. I have a longtime friend who posted on Facebook that he doesn't care how long you've been friends or anything. He does not enjoy communicating in person with people. It, it bothers him. Fair. I'm glad he said that. That is a brave thing to say. And it's going to make any future interactions we have better because I know he has known that he prefer. He likes to be able to gather his thoughts and everything, and he's not good on the fly with that. It's, it's understandable. You don't know how the people are. But communication is the key. Talk to your opponent. All the best games I've had, win or lose, have been people who talk. Who like I've had people who like uh, you know big time war machine players who are playing in a tournament like Nah, man, don't do that. That's I see what you're doing, but you're thinking wrong. He pretty much had the game in the bag. And I'm just. I'm playing my best at the end. He's like, you know, you're, you're, it's affecting you. Here, you want to do this, and I'll tell you why. And we talk through some stuff. It's like the after game, the post game. Some people don't do that. 40K doesn't do that too often. 
It was honestly, it's a, a thing I mostly saw beginning in War Machine, where you stop after the game, you talk about what you guys thought, what you guys were doing. That's great. Not only is that social, it also helps both of you with the game. And uh, I mean, I love that. We we need to keep that. We need to keep all that communication. I feel like I've gotten slightly off topic. Shock, I know. Us? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's impossible. It is impossible. <laughs> Just like me failing English. <laughs> Indeed. Oh yeah, so I mean, it, it's hobby and con burnout or um, and all is, is is real. You you need to understand it, and this is an important thing for me professionally. And I actually hire or not hire people based on it is self knowledge, understanding yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, people who say like, "Well, I don't know that I could do that." That's a great thing to say to somebody. Like most most people don't think that's a good thing to say to a company. It may not be in most cases, but it's great to me. This person's thinking about how they operate as a human being and saying they couldn't do that. That is great. I've had some of those recently where I've had to, have to talk with management saying, like, I'm not sure I can continue to do this because I can't, as a human being, fucking react this way. But it's good. You've got to know. You you can solve a lot of problems with self-knowledge. Know how you're going to react to things. Know what's right and what's wrong to you. To you. Because at the end of the day, society imparts what is right and wrong on its scale. But you've got to know what's right and wrong for you. You know, if that whole last week discussion of, you know, playing the game and within the game, mental games and a miniature game, if that's not right to you, you need to make sure you're playing a game where people don't do that shit. Y- you got to. You can't put yourself in that situation you know, and expect to be okay if you're not okay with it. And you have to understand sometimes in a con, in a tournament, you might be put in that situation. You got to be ready for it. You got to know. Got to understand what's going on and what you're. You got to manage your own expectations. That's a terrible thing and a great thing at once. Because in some ways, manage your expectations means you won't be disappointed when something doesn't necessarily reach what you could overly expect it to be. You go to a con like, oh yeah, I'm going to have the funnest time ever. No, no, no. Just don't go expecting to have the funnest time ever. Just go and try to have fun. You expect to have the funnest time ever. How will it ever, ever stand up to that? Yeah. Think about everything that was hyped up to you. And I'll have a little bit about the <clears throat> media section. Everything that was hyped up to you. It, it can't stand up to that. You know, we hype things up so much because we're so excited about them. Someone sees them like, Eh, it was fine. You know, you get these weird expectations, and that can happen at a con. You expect it to be the funnest time ever, and, it, and it, don't expect it. Just go and try and enjoy what's there. Again, journey, not the destination. Broken record. Giant chickens. I mean, don't um, expect giant chickens, but they have, they come, enjoy them. Amphibious monkeys, I don't know. Amphibious monkeys. So sea monkeys. Um. Don't fuck with sea monkeys. <laughs> Man, I anytime I hear that, I think of the the little comic, the the, the advertisement books. in the comic books. Yep. And I was like, 
wow, those look really fucking cool. And then once you finally figure out what they are, you're like, this is bullshit. It is the epitome of the bullshit. That's another one. Expectations. You're expecting <laughs> something and they fucking lied to you. Realistic expectations. Yes, realistic expectations. You know, I don't go to work expecting to have the best day ever. I go to work expecting to have a day. Hope for mediocre. Maybe even good. I don't expect it. And I know that seems sad. To some extent, it is. But sometimes you just got to go in and expect a day and let it be what it is. I go to a con, expect it to just be a time. Let it be what it is. At the end of the day, one of the cons you go to is going to be the worst con you've ever been to. And you never know when that's going to be. But if you go just trying to have a good time, hang out with people and enjoying what's there, you won't even fucking notice. You'd be like, yeah, had a time at a con. It was fun. Sure, if you compare, it might be worse than Warfare Weekend last year or worse than Gen Con two years ago. But who fucking cares? Just go and try and enjoy the time that it is there. Remember, time is illusion just so that everything doesn't happen at once. It doesn't matter if you had a better time at the last con. Did you did you enjoy this con? Don't compare. Did you enjoy it? Was it better than not coming? Yes? Fucking A. You victory. Victory! Good, good job. And it's hard. We all... Human nature is a motherfucker, and it gets us into all sorts of trouble. Expecting things and, and all that. The only... Don't expect. Just go. Gonna go. Let's just try and enjoy what it is. Like I said, giant chickens. Those fuckers are scared <laughs> the shit out of me. What the hell? I actually find that extra funny because one of the uh, uh, fundraising podcasts maybe and my old co-host did, we did a role-playing game called Chickens in the Mist that involved giant chickens. Wait, what? Tell me everything. <laughs> Uh, it was, it was an odd experience. Uh, Dan Vanderkoy was running it, and it was myself, Rich Broutman, and uh, Menoth John. And Rich Broutman was playing Jones Alex. If you can't guess who he, he's a pastiche of, then maybe you need to reverse those names and figure out who he's a pastiche of. And it, just, it was just as crazy as you think it could be. And that's what I think every time he says giant chickens. It, it was your time. Well, Legion, you're having a kid, so or your wife had a kid, so I mean, having cons out of it for a while oh, is understandable, and it's okay. Who's having a kid? Who are we talking to? Legionnaires. Oh yeah. Kids, so. It was damn Elden Ring, damn giant chickens. There you go, Elden Ring, giant chickens. But yeah, it's also good to note, like FOMO, fear of missing out. Like, yeah, you can't go to cons. It's okay. Did you know I have a con experience? We'll just jump on chat. We'll just do fun things together. It'll be okay. That's what you yeah. want. We got this. It, if you're you... and don't be afraid to reach out to people. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Especially at the hospital. Yeah, it's. It. I know it's it's big, and you're like, oh, I'm missing out. Like, yeah. I mean, but. Honestly, life, life has got to come first. If you don't take care of yourself, and you don't take care of your life, you won't have the time to do any of that stuff. And I'm not one to talk about kids. I've never had kids. It was not something that was in the cards for me and the ex. Um, 
probably for the best since we're not together anymore. But hey, that's another discussion for another time. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, people say like more parents than I know say that it ends up being rewarding in the end. So it'd be better. Just eventually. Sometimes you got to wait it out. Sometimes you're in a tough time. Sometimes you're in a different time. Sometimes you just got to wait it out. I haven't been able to go to a con in a very, very long time. I joke at work. They're like, oh, John, you can take a vacation. I'm like, yep, my first one since 2018. And they're like, but it's 2023. Yep. It happens. Life happens. COVID happens. Just work happens. This stuff happens. You know, finances happen. Don't worry about it. Just try and get through it and then plan for something else. Oh, Gonzo, I know you meant this to be more about hobby burnout, but we never really got there so much. Well, I mean, Sorry. it's all the same thing. I mean, this is a self-care episode and everything. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. We, we've I all. Mean, burnout exists just as much as the other ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, all the burnouts exist. Just do what you can, you know? Don't feel you have to. And I mean, if you have an event coming up, that's a good goal. And I've said this before. Setting goals is a good way to get hobby done. But if you don't have one, don't feel you have to. I don't have a goal. I haven't played a miniature game in a while, in a long while, so I'm not really worried about it. It is what it is, right? But we'll be playing tomorrow. We're going to teach some people how to play Battletech. Nice. Old school or 350? Or Alpha Strike? I'm guessing uh, old school. Old school. Yeah, old okay. school. I don't feel like you need as much teaching in Alpha Strike. It's, but nah. Also, I've never played Alpha Strike, so it'd be difficult to teach. On the other hand, I've played a ton of Battletech, even though I haven't played it in probably 20 years. I still remember all the rules because I am ADHD like that. Remember what I had for dinner three days ago? No. Nope. Remember all the rules to Battletech that I haven't played in 20 years? Yes. All the rules. All the chickens. You really focus on chickens. I think you might need to, uh, <laughs> to work on that. Is this still fallout from not getting the proper cookie in your chicken wing? Yes. Your chicken tender meal? Yes. Chicky tendy? Yes, I'm still upset about that. <laughs> no. Fair enough. <laughs> Is this even opened yet? No, it's not still sealed and protected. I do love the seals on... Uh, yeah, I love those seals. That's a great idea. Like, I'm sure it probably costs a little bit more bottle. I'm willing to pay it for sealed bottles because you know they're good. They're good for a long time. Yeah. ba doo ba -doo. All right, so on you guys. I'm I'm, I'm done. I, I Are you sure? Because I, I I'm sure I'll say something and you'll start back up again. Um, I'll try not to. Go ahead. Ready Player One movie sucked. <laughs> well, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them. Everyone else's stinks. Sorry, I just had to do that. That's no, fine. Look, I was just, just saying wrong things on the podcast. It's not new. Yep. But no, I mean, there's there's a lot of people. I know a lot of people have social burnout where it's been too much socializing, um, and then they have to take breaks during the convention or you know take breaks, you know after it's like, oh, hey, yeah. my social battery is done for the next week. I, I mean, can't okay. do that. Look, everyone only has so many spoons. Yes. Mm -hmm. Understanding how many spoons you have is very important, and it's okay. You know, don't don't hesitate. Tell someone like I am. I am peopled out. I would I would love to talk, but I cannot talk right now. Like, 
people think saying something candid like that is a problem. It's not. I respect the fuck out of that. That's self-knowledge and knowing that, you know, you're done. Like, sometimes you gotta know. It's good. I, I think you should be. People should be more candid and clear in what there is. It would solve a lot of problems because then there's no no communication errors. Yeah. You know, walk up to somebody they say nope. Like, ah, right, cool. How's it going? Yes, they get levels on your spoons. Well, that's just spends more spoons to deal with them. I know that is legion. Work is like that. <laughs> yep. Why well, don't stream MechWarrior Online anymore? I just I work work with most of my spoons during the day, and I want to get back home and and curse at a game in private without having to curse in front of everyone. People deserve better than that. People deserve better content than that. That's why we have nerd. But that's, that's self knowledge, you know. I know it's not gonna what non swearing content. <laughs> Well, certainly swear? not me. I've gotten in trouble for swearing on the floor at work. It took all my willpower not to tell them to go fuck themselves. Sometimes fuck is the right word. I don't care where you are. Even in church. Sometimes fuck is the right word. Because there's no other word that substitutes. I for... know, Legion, but it's... <laughs> That's also part of self-knowledge and, and taking care of yourself. And I hate to say it, but you can do what you can for other people because that's that helps them. But at a certain point, even that has to stop to take care of yourself. You can't be selfless all the time. At a certain point, you have to go. And I think about that a lot when, you know, I'm doing all this work to get the Battletech ready for my buddy Frank tomorrow. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is a lot of work. Is this okay? Okay, this is okay. I'm okay with this. Let's go. But at some point, like, I haven't done one of my role-playing games, either one in a very long time. One because Banyan, you know, needs time off. Another one because by the time Friday rolls around and I would need to go from work to the gaming store, I'm like, fuck no. I am done. I I don't have the ability. It doesn't help that I have to sit around for what essentially is two hours for all the players to show up. Because the gaming store is the opposite direction from my house in this case. Yeah. It's, it's like, fuck. But anyways. Some, some, that self-knowledge is good, you know? No. You have to know what you can do. Know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Know when to walk away, know when to run. It's not just the words to a song. The reason that song is so popular is because it's fucking life lessons there. And something so simple as the gambler by Kenny by Kenny Rogers. That will be his lasting mark on the world, not uh Kenny Rogers roasters. They're okay, <laughs> but what? See look, I've been drinking, so I'm getting a little far afield now. So I'm gonna take over for our tangent to something else that's completely unrelated. <laughs> See, I said something and you took it over. Yeah, well, I mean, what happens? You get a little alcohol in me. Also, I should point out that that uh, kind bar you guys saw me eat before the cast, that was my dinner. 
I'm trying to take it a little easy. Alright. I'm done. We can switch the the, the, the painting. The, the media, the media section? Yeah, give me one media second. Right, Since me... we've got enough that we'll probably be able to review several things each. Even though Gonzo didn't watch much this week. <laughs> I didn't watch much this week. Let me rinse my breath off. His definition of much is different than my definition of munch. I actually spent a lot of time doing something else this week. I spent a lot of time surviving. I did that too. Uh, he, I... You started ballroom dancing. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could start a ballroom blitz. Glamping? I did not go glamping. I don't even know what that is. Should I know what that is? Glamorous camping. Would... Glamorous camping is when you get like a decked out RV. Heard for that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's... Man, this world's weird. The lamp in Jesus fucking Christ. All right, fair enough. Yeah, that's that's what it is. AC in the tent. Back in my day, that wasn't even possible. No. Right. You got it. You got a tent, and you hoped that it wasn't sweltering hot, and you were sweating inside of it. Look, the best we had was the fact that uh, in our Boy Scout troop, one of the guys made fucking chicken and dumplings every time we went out, and it was amazing. That sounds really good right now. Yeah. Chicken and, dump- <laughs> chicken and dumplings over a campfire? Like, oh. Uh, we did. Our thing was pudgy pies. So you take two pieces of bread, and you put pie filling in the middle, and it's got, like, a, it clamps it down kind of like a, a, a grilled cheese, but it, like, pinches the edges, so it makes a little pie. I assume you mean savory pie, not sweet pie. Uh, no, I'm talking about a sweet pie. Oh, okay. I mean, we didn't eat those for dinner, but like we would make those over the. Like, we would do those and then war- heat them up over the. I'm an adult. If I want dessert for dinner, I can have dessert for dinner. I just got to pay for pay for it later. Fair. Got the message. I've been craving some good chicken and dumplings for months, but it's been so hot. Fair. I might have to talk my my household into chicken and dumplings now. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I got a song for that too. I'll share that with you. <laughs> You're welcome. Right. I spent too much time on YouTube, but you know what? It keeps me fucking sane. So is it is it a problem or is it actually just okay? I think it's okay. We should probably start this media section before I ramble on for just forever because, I mean, you know how I am. All right, so um, a lot of the stuff that I did this week uh, took, like, a back burner. So I watched what I could, um, got stuff in, and so the ending of Invasion was this week, the season finale, uh, which is on Apple+. Plus. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's not a bad, you know, sci-fi, alien invading type thing. I think it's a good. I think, I think they're gonna get one more season and it's gonna be over. Okay. Because it, it got it, it got a little far fetched this time, but it was it was still okay. I mean, it was still a decent sci fi show. But you can see it's starting to get a little far afield from yeah. where it started. Yeah, it it it, it, it it's kind of going out there, and I'm like, uh, okay. Um, but I feel like they'll get one more season and end it up in one more season. And I'm okay with that. Cause that means I can see it. It's done. It's over. You know, say la vie type thing. Um, Love this you. season I give it, 
I give it a two because there was just some stuff. It was like, man, this is just kind of boring and this is kind of a waste of time and get to the fucking monkey. Get to the stuff. fucking monkey. And, and, and it just annoyed the crap out of me. Whoa, that really freaked my screen out. Um, don't know what that is. So I was I was ready for it to be over and done. Like I said, I think we'll get one more season, and then Apple's going to be like, you got to end it. This is your last season. And it, and it feels like that, too, when you're watching it and you're coming to the end. Of, you can see the stories are kind of coming to an end. I so. mean, some things should come to an end. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Some things go on forever. The Simpsons. Let's not fucking some jump the shark. End. Hey, hey, I've been watching Treehouse of Horror all week. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and honestly, as long as they keep putting out good stuff, but you know, all good things. Yes. So this season, I've, I give it a two. wasn't as good as first one, but you know, they're kind of go far fetching out there. So, John, what's your first one? Uh, I'm actually going to make a note of my first one. Actually, it's not going to be a media. It's more of the lack of media. There was a discussion on Twitter on what your favorite Martin Scorsese film is. Topical, since he just released a new one. And I'm like, hmm. I'm not sure what my favorite is. Let me look at his filmography. So I looked at his filmography and realized I have not seen a single Martin Scorsese film. What? Not one. I think I've seen two ever? Maybe only one? Yeah. And it's like, and I posted it there, and they're like, wow, you're brave to bring it up. I'm like, why is that brave? I mean, is it, you guys have a topic, and I was like thinking about it. And as I review films every fucking weekend for, you know, more than 278 episodes. Okay, I've seen two. Yeah, I've seen none. Yeah, I've so seen... A shock. I've seen The Departed and Wolf of Wall Street. So, The Departed is a funny one. I would like to see that, but I'd actually rather see Infernal Affairs, which is the original uh, Hong Kong movie hmm. that he that he's based off of. And that's not to bring anything against Martin Scorsese. Like, the only problem I have with him is him saying that, you know, superhero movies aren't art, and he can go fuck himself for that. Yeah. It's all art. Just because you don't like it, don't make it any less art. Uh, but everyone's like, oh, you should go see Goodfellas. I'm like, I'm worried. I'd like to see Goodfellas. But first off, I'm not a huge fan of gangster movies. Second off, it has been hyped up like it is the best thing since fucking sliced bread for years and years and years. I've never watched it. There is no way it can hold up to the hype. Which so, one? Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. So, do I watch it and eventually and potentially be disappointed and everyone gets upset because John's disappointed in Goodfellas? Or do I just leave it be? Uh, my first thought is to watch Taxi Driver, but we'll see. So, you guys might hear something about that in the future. But it was just a funny conversation. They were impressed that I admitted that I hadn't seen any. I'm like, oh, am I going to be chagrined that random people on the internet are upset that I haven't seen a fucking Martin Scorsese film? It's not like he makes in my genres of movies. I got tricked into seeing a Martin Scorsese movie. Like, I have anything against Martin Scorsese. I mean, even yeah. the statement he made. Like, he's an idiot sometimes. Everyone is sometimes. Everyone has their opinions that are stupid. So, that, that that's my first note, is that I have not seen a Martin Scorsese film. I'm not afraid to say so. <laughs> Nerd? Uh, I uh, rewatched the uh john wick quad quadrilogy oh shit this week um i hadn't seen the fourth one since i saw it in the theater and that was before i started with you guys so 
uh, I wanted to go back and watch all of them in in I succession. One through three before I saw four in the theater. I haven't seen any of them since. What <sighs> the first one obviously is great, but it's it's interesting watching Keanu's skill set progress over the course of these four movies and how much he throws himself into it the director i didn't realize was his stunt double from the matrix yep and like it explains so much about the way that they film these fights mm-hmm. but my favorite fight still goes to number three in the antique shop with all the knives okay that, that's but, that's what I like about John Wick is everyone can have a different fight and it's okay, yeah, like yeah, they're all. I just love how groundbreaking they were and how how they filmed them. Oh yeah, and the people that they got involved in doing it and how much of it was like improv or changed just because they're working with some of the best of the best in the industry, like Donnie Yen and Curry. Lawrence Fishburne knows the movies he's in and choose the appropriate amount of scenery for the movies he's in. Yes. And that, I love that. They're, they're, <laughs> people make fun of acting like that, like a Captain Kirk style, William Shatner not acting. But did you ever have any problem knowing what William Shatner was fucking feeling in Star Trek? Not no. at all. And that's okay. Yeah. You can play for the cheap seats. Sometimes that's appropriate. But no, John Wick, the whole series is great. It changed action. So I, I can say it changed action cinema. Oh yeah, for the better in a lot of ways. And like, I there's respect, an entire. Sorry, go ahead. I was saying, I respect Keanu Reeves for the amount of amount he put in personally. People like always talk about Tom Cruise because mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, yes, he puts everything in. But Keanu Reeves actually's done, uh, you know, three gun, you know, tournaments and all to to learn how to load a shotgun well to to do all of that well. It's great. Yeah, he actually came up with the uh, the ammo reload where he just like flicks it off to the side to to eject the cartridge and then mm-hmm. slams and flips it back to slam a new one. That was something he developed, and everybody around him was just like, "Okay, that's cool." <laughs> and like two has like the coolest reload ever, where he pulls out the pistol, flicks the the the, the magazine out, puts a new one in cocks it and then cocks it a little bit to check to make sure it loaded correctly that a looks cool and b apparently that's a gun that has a problem with jamming occasionally so checking it is actually even appropriate it's just great every part of it's great but i i give i give the john wick quadrilogy zero (laughs) as 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 a series that didn't get worse as it continued, I give it zero space herpes. Yeah, definitely not worse. I, I feel like three is a little out there at points. It is. It is. And four sort of reins it back in, but it doesn't make it bad. It's just like, ooh, a little different there. Yeah. But no, the the the, the dragon's breath shotgun scene from four. So good. And the dog. The dog. The dog. Every, everyone in those movies just fucking just goes hard, gives it their all, and it's just great because of them. Yeah, and that it's overhead that. that overhead shot uh, where they're moving through that one building and it looks like a video game where you're just following from overhead the entire that, That's the dragon breath no scene. Where yeah. are firing the shotgun with the, the flaming rounds, basically. Okay, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. So good. Oh, yeah. So good. 
solid. All right, Gonzo. Um, so this is not a review, but it's something that I want to watch. Uh, Netflix has a new, and it's a limited series. Uh, it's called Bodies. It's a story about a body that appears every so many years at this one spot on the exact same day, exact same every everything everything's the same, but it happens in different time periods. And uh, I was like, I saw it and I was like, oh, this is kind of going to be kind of neat because it's a, you know, one happened in, you know, long, long, long time ago. One happened, you know, 60 years ago. One happened, you know, 200 years ago or something like that. And it's a limited series. So I'm like, oh. Uh, so I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, I think I, you know, want to see this. I think it's going to be kind of interesting. And um, I kind of want to see how it turns out. So just wanted to do that. Uh, but the one thing that took up a lot of my time this week, starting Thursday, was Spider-Man 2. Uh, it came out on PlayStation. Everybody what? knows that I'm a huge <laughs> Spider-Man fan, huge Miles Morales fan. And so I was playing the shit out of that. Um Collecting outfits, doing all this stuff. Um, this one is also hitting the feels too. Uh, not not going to spoil it because I know some people are still you know watching and are still playing yeah, it. I mean, just came out. Yeah, um, but there was a scene in there, and it was and it wasn't even. And I knew it was going to happen because when you're on the mission, it's playing music, not with lyrics. You're like, oh motherfucker, this is you son of a. And then it hits, and you're like, "Damn it, yeah!" But this, yeah, this is what's gonna happen. Um, it's been really good. Graphics are incredible because you know it's. There's been like some comparisons between uh, the PS uh, last year, the the previous one, and this one, uh, where people have actually sat in the same spot on both games and took screenshots, and it's a huge, huge difference. Uh, there is so much to this game because you are playing Peter Parker and Miles Morales. So you've got to play them both in different, you know, things going on. Um, and to picking that one up. it's been, it's been a blast. It's been fun. I've been having a good time. I'm going around doing stuff. It's just been super, super fun. I enjoy the shit out of it. I... As soon as I'm done loading up all this stuff, going to go back to it because I'm on a mission right before it was doing it. I'm going to go back to it. Uh, there's a ton of side quests. Um, you can fast travel in this game, but why would you want to when you can swing around New York and do a cool shit? Um, because options are good. And I want to talk about that. This is the reason why I'm bringing this up. Um, so there is a deaf character in the game, and the characters are actually signing while they're talking. And it's actually like readable um, and that's stuff. That's awesome. I'm like, that's, that's cool as shit. To be fair, uh, though, that's the level of detail I expect from the Spider Man 2 game after what I've heard about Spider Man. Yes. One, like, fucking top tier game. Oh, yeah. You actually, uh, there is a scene where you actually play the girl that's deaf, and it's weird. Is uh, it Echo? From, uh... No, 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 no. It, it's, okay. it's, it's just another, just one of the, one of the love interests or whatever. Um, but there's that, um, there's, uh, exclusivity in this and it's not like thrown in your face. It's just, Hey, this is what happens. 
type stuff. Um, there is just so much added to this game. Uh, and I know I'm, I mean, I've been swinging around the whole city and I've opened up the whole city, but I have not seen down every alleyway and path and small things. There's just so much to this game, but I mean, it's, it's and that's great fun. because because that that's extra playability. Yes, you know a lot of stuff you can see in alleyways, but you don't need to necessarily. It's not like every alleyway has a mission. It's like you go down, oh look, cool. There's this cool details. The details sometimes is cool for people who love the world discovery. That's that's part of a lot of games like this. They love to discover the world. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean I'm having a blast with it. It's it's been a lot of fun, um, adding all this little small things to it. Um, like I said, uh, sign language. Um, yeah. LGBTQ stuff, um, you name it. It's all through this, and it's been a ton of fun. I mean, I'm having a blast just swinging around. And, of course, this one, everybody knows, is uh, Craven and Venom. Um, and oh, I'm okay. like, okay. Uh, th- this one has taken a... I didn't realize it was Craven and Venom. I knew Venom was part of it. Yeah. Uh, Craven is, is the main bad guy in this. But what's interesting is, in the previous ones, you would have to fight, like... Rhino, and you would do like fights against Rhino or fights against you know popular Spider-Man villains. This one, you're not doing that, um, <laughs> so you're not fighting popular Spider-Man villains. But there's a lot of what I call feel-good moments where you play as Peter Parker, trying to enjoy his life as Peter Parker, and then it gets fucked up because he's Spider-Man type thing. That, that's sort of the Peter Parker tale. Yes, and the same thing. Miles Morales is going through the same thing. Um, I've enjoyed it. Uh, it takes a l- the controls need to get, you gotta get a little used to it because there's a lot of things you can do in this, a lot of combat stuff in here. Um, but I, I'm saddened by one thing as there's, there's not a co-op version of this. Aww. Uh, I, I, and I get it. They couldn't do it. So on and so forth. But man, me and someone else, one player person playing, you know, miles and one person playing Peter and going around just beating up, people and doing combos and stuff this would have been you know chef's kiss type thing it would have been amazing to do that will they add it in i don't know if they did would it be awesome fuck yeah it would be because i mean my friend zeke and i we've been like we're all we're huge spider-man fans and it would be awesome to play together as spider-man i feel like this was more of a oh shit people really like the first one we need to get a second one quick and I'm sure they're thinking of what they can do. This is the third, third, actually. Already. This is, is the third? third. Yeah, there's the Peter yeah, Parker Spider-Man, it's... Miles Morales Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man 2. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah so. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. And so I'm I'm coming like, ooh, this is... They could have done a co-op version. That would have been fucking awesome as shit. Yeah. Or, you know, chasing down bad guys. If someone, if you could do a multiplayer where someone plays like Rhino or something, and you could go, oh. yeah, that would be, I mean, I, 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 a tangent. I'm going off, but I mean, I'm enjoying the game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, still, Insomniac Studios is doing amazing. Collecting oh, all. Oh, Insomniac. Okay. Yeah. Uh, still collecting all. Do what? Psychonauts. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just making sure my brain's making the right connections. Um, working on collecting all the outfits, and there's a ton of shit awesome outfits. And like one of my favorite ones, like if you choose the Miles Morales um, from the 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 movie, the actual graphics glitch, and so you don't swing as smoothly as you would. Um, 
And then you can also oh, put on you can put on the pow and the you know the thwang and all that type of stuff going on. But you can also be Spider Man Noir. Um, the first outfit that he wore, where he bought the mask uh, from Stan oh, yeah. Lee, where he's got like the short shorts and the cape, you can actually play as that. I'm just like, this is so amazing. It's so fun. Oh. so I'm having a they're blast. Doing it right. Yeah, they're doing it right. They 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 know what they're doing. They've got a good thing. Um, graphics are exceptionally awesome. Um, I'll wait for Spider-Man four when it comes out and I'll give a full review once I'm done with it, but enjoying the shit out of it so far. John. Um, the more important of the two I watched, I watched uh werewolf by night in color. Me too. Yeah. And now I watched werewolf by night last year when it came out mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the crap out of it. Same. I'm not sure that the color adds a ton, but I did notice some things more in color. And I like that it's just color added to the black and white, not like the actual, like a normal color movie. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy it just as much. I don't, I don't, I feel like people were worried, like, I just watched the black and white. Cool. Just watch the black and white. It's okay. I wanted to see it in color and I thought it was a good excuse to watch it again. And I enjoyed it. You know, there's a lot of Can people out there Can we all agree who... Ted is the best part of that movie? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, I, I like the movie because it has the right level of humor. It doesn't go into, and I'm going to really dig on somebody here, Taika Waititi levels of humor, because those can be off-putting and can detract from the story. It's the right level of humor, the right level of character interaction, the right level of combat for something like this. It was cool. Um, I love that, not so bluntly, the story is, of course, that the hunters are the real monsters. The monsters may not be the monsters everyone thinks they are. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good, I mean, it's a good story. Especially yeah. in the modern day, it's a, it's a good, good uh, premise in there. Uh, I like all the actors. I think they all did a great job. I, mm-hmm. I feel, more than anything, that this is what Marvel should do for a bit. Like, I, I think they stuff are like the Eternals, yeah. but not all the money involved. Like, take the Eternals and scale it back to something this level, hour, hour and a half, whatever. Release it wherever you want. Make you're going to raise the price of Disney Plus. Make Disney Plus fucking worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, put stuff like this out with all sorts of characters. You can lead into movies with this stuff, because honestly, when the movie comes out, you these are all big characters. Everyone's going to fucking know what they're about. Like, sure, no no one knows Jack Russell Werewolf by Night. Except I do, because when I started reading Iron Man, he actually crossed over in Iron Man. I'm like, hey, who's this guy? Let me find out. And that's more difficult back in the day when all Wikipedia. Nowadays, this is Wikipedia. It's fine. But I enjoyed it. I want them to do more things like this. Not necessarily horror, but just more shorts like this that are thematic. Like the uh, Christmas thing for Guardians of the Galaxy I didn't watch last, week, oh, last yeah. year that I'll watch this year because I missed it because I was... I don't know. Just didn't get a chance to see it. <laughs> Happens. But uh, I'll give it, uh, I mean, I'm going to give it, I can't see any real flaws. I'll give it a zero. Some real flaws in it. The color looks good. It, it's stylized. Um, it's cool. I, yeah. Enough that I think they should do more things like it. I, I agree with John on all points. So since that was also on my list of things I watched this week. <laughs> Uh, then I guess I will jump into speaking of Taika Waititi, our flag means death. I've got one on my list too right now. All right. Um, 
I don't know if this was the end of the season. I, I don't think we're quite there. No, it just started. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember how many episodes in I am because it just auto plays. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been hitting in the feels a lot. Um, but I'm curious to see where they go with the story arcs this season with the character development between Steed and uh, uh, Ed. Yeah, Ed. Um, but the thing that I that really makes me happy that I've learned recently about Our Flag Means Death is through all of the interactions with their characters on set but also the bonding and like the the kinds of stuff that they have done as a cast together has really helped them actually become more comfortable with themselves and expressing themselves as people which makes me really happy (laughs) but what do you have to say about it gonzo i I, so I've never, I watched the first one, watched the second season, and I'm starting this one. I'm not a huge fan of it. I really wasn't, like, super, super awesome with it. The humor to me wasn't that great. Um, I am watching it, so I can kind of, you know, watch some more of it and get through it, because I, I, I think this is supposed to be the last season of it or something. Yeah. Um, but, so I, I want to watch it all the way through. It, it, it's okay for me right now. It, I, I'm not catching the feels. I'm not catching anything great on it. It's, it's just okay. It's got my math meter. It's by 2.2 and a half. But, I mean, we're not done with the season. I mean, so we got to wait and yeah. see. But you can tell if they have a good time making this show, though. Yes. You, you can definitely yes. tell if they, they have a good time. And and they, they enjoy their work yes. type stuff. So Yeah, I'm reserving judgment until the season ends completely, but. Correct. I don't know. That show always hits me hits me in the feels, but yeah, not as much as previous seasons, and I think the first two seasons were better. See, I didn't care I too much for that. season two. I was just like, uh, uh, but we'll give it some time. I'm not going to argue about okay. it too much. John? Ah, cool. I'll just jump in front of Gonzo. Yeah. Uh, the other movie I watched... Well, I, con- I, sorry. Continuing... <laughs> no, that's fine. Gonzo. He didn't watch much this week anyways. Um... <laughs> Continuing the trend of having uh, John Lithgow as a villain in the movies I'm watching. Okay. Oh. Anyone okay. guess what the movie I watched was this week? Buckaroo Banzai. All right, I watched that last week. <laughs> Buckaroo Banzai again. Um. Um. Oh. Uh, Harry and the Hendersons. He's not the villain in that. No, he's not. He's actually the good guy in that one. Yeah. I don't uh, know. What is I, it? I, I'm drawing a blank on the title. Cliffhanger. Oh, Wait, yeah, what? cliffhanger with uh with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, so I have good memories of this movie because this movie came out of nowhere. Stallone was sort of on the downswing. This came out and he was a big deal again. Oh, and Michael Rooker, okay. And Michael Rooker, yeah. I mean, I love Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker's oh, great. Yeah. He 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 knows the movies he's in. Uh, but yeah, John Lithgow is the villain, and this is a little 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 fun story of fun story. Of, you know, villains trying to steal money from the Treasury Department and then getting stranded on a mountain, having to rely on the mountain rescue to save them. There's a bunch of other plot points in there that are not very fucking important. You know, the point is, of course, that, you know, 
uh, Stallone is, you know, he's left because he he failed and he's he's taking it hard. He's hogging all the all the uh, um, blame to himself. Um, but that honestly, as soon as the action starts, that shit doesn't even really matter. Uh, it does paint a more interesting movie. Um, but the fun thing about this is it's not like he's like some super action hero. He doesn't like, you know, shoot guns and kill people and everything. He's more of just, you know, a, a, a mountain rescue uh, person who's stuck in over his head with the rest of them and, you know, trying to beat the villains. And it's fun. You know, it's fun. It's, it's fun for an action movie. Um, Bernie Harlan, who's the director, does an interesting job with a lot of the deaths where he does it in sort of a quasi slow motion and silent with just uh, music playing, not hearing the gunfire or anything. It's, uh, you know, it's an interesting touch for a movie like this. Keep it kind of PG. Uh, but overall, it's enjoyable. Like, it doesn't really hold up like it did when I first saw it. There's a lot of things you're like, that doesn't make any sense at all. But, you know makes sense within the context of the movie and it's a fun watch it's on netflix until the end of the month sort of why i chose it over the else i was on looking at netflix and i'm like leaving soon i'm like yeah fuck, i'll watch that again sure <laughs> uh so i'm gonna give it two it's a perfectly serviceable action movie uh my my memory of it was better than it actually plays out being but still not terrible uh, my next one is I finished, uh, started watching more and finishing up Gen V, which is the boys spinoff. Uh, it has been renewed for another season. Big shocker. Um, it's been, it's been pretty decent. It's not as outrageous as the boys. Um, there are outrageous scenes, but it is not as outrageous as the boy, the boys. It has some pretty good characters, uh, we're getting to the, you know, the ending of how things are coming out. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Um, so I'll finish watching it. And with it getting renewed, no shocker, uh, I'll probably see some more of it. But uh, it's been okay. John? I'm done. It should be nerd storage time anyways. All right. Uh, last one I've got is I just started the Mayfair Witches. Okay. Which is another Anne Rice series. I've uh -huh. only seen the first episode, so again, I'm going to reserve judgment until I've finished it. But I, this is one I actually know nothing about, whereas the interview with the vampire actually knew the books. So. Yeah, you said Anne Rice, I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah. Now, this, I, I, I knew of this book, ser book series. Um, the, the TV series just came out. Um, but. Yeah, I watched the first episode right before show, so. <laughs> Fair I'm like, not there yet. Still trying to wrap my head around what the heck is going on. <laughs> um, I did also still watching Loki. Still good. Still oh, yeah. fun. Still amazing. Still, still, still good, solid uh, TV. Um, I did read an article that they were talking about. We need to make more. Marvel Disney slash says we need to make more things that are like Loki. Yes. In the way that they do everything that where it's, it's a good TV show that is meant to tell a good story, not just something to put something out. And yeah. Well, I mean, I don't feel like any of their TV shows were something just to put something out. 
And I feel like the people who wrote that article are probably throwing shade at fucking She-Hulk and all because they didn't like it because there's no. It's, a, it's just actually Marvel throwing shade on themselves. I mean, well, they're well. I don't know. Like yeah. all I heard is like I know that they're they're redoing the Daredevil series. They're working on Daredevil: yep. Born Again. Um, who are they casting? Same. No, same it's, it's, it's same same people. It's just okay. Okay. Like okay, he didn't okay, show good. up in costume to the third episode, and they're like, "That's not okay." And I'm like. Sure, for a Daredevil series that's already had three seasons on Netflix as a quasi-continuation of that, then yes, that's not okay. But just make it good. Who cares what episode shows up in costume, man? Yeah. But I don't I don't know what they're getting at there. That article seems a little weird. Yeah, I'm, I didn't get to get through the whole thing, but they were saying that they, they want to like, have more things. What's a bad things. TV series? Some people didn't like She-Hulk, but that was... I mean, that was exactly what it should have been based off the She-Hulk character in comics. Yeah. Some people didn't like WandaVision. I mean, I didn't like WandaVision, but I don't throw shade at it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like sitcoms. So, I mean, like, honestly, I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this from the beginning. It didn't grab me really. Oh, I saw the last episode. I'm like, this is interesting. The only problem with WandaVision is they shit it all away in fucking uh, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Yep. That was the biggest problem. Is it felt like she was trying to redeem herself, and I thought, like, at a point, like, oh, she's going to redeem herself. Like, oh, no, nope, she's a bad guy. Okay, we're done. Yep. No problem with that. Like, as a story element, I just felt like it... It. One of the problems I have, and I'm going to go on a very quick rant, is that when a future media shits on an earlier media, in, like, an Alien 3 to Aliens thing, I don't care if Alien 3 is good or not, you killed off all the survival and the whole fucking point for that Sigourney Reaver's character uh, Ripley was fighting for through the second one in the third one just because you you want to tell a different story. that you, you just destroyed the entire ending of her saving Newt and everything. It's fucking... I will never watch that movie because it's fucking... It's terrible. <laughs> Don't shit on that movie. You need to make your movie fit the end. That's what's the problem. There's one of the problems with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Alien versus Predator. <laughs> it has nothing to do with those, luckily, because <laughs> I couldn't finish that movie. It was that boring. Alien vs. Predator? Yeah. The beginning of it, that I'm was like, the first Predator movie I ever saw. I'm sorry. God. Yeah. I... Well, at least from there, it went up. Yeah. Like, from what I understand, even Predator, Alien vs. Predator 2, which I haven't seen because I have standards, is better than that. And, and you just know where to go but up. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. All right. I hate it when things say shit on earlier things. And with that note, that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> Guys, it is 8.30. We appreciate everybody listening and watching and coming and hanging out. We are going to send you to Aggie Law Girl, where you can guess that uh, she is playing MechWarrior Online. Um, loot bag event. She's trying to get her loot bags. And loot bagging. Um. As always, we appreciate you. We appreciate you listening here, there, everywhere. We appreciate you saying hi. If you're coming to work for a weekend, make sure you come and say hi to me. Uh, I have no problem with that. Um, just make sure to have, come out and have a good time. Um, as always, if you see something, say something. If you can do something, do something. And if you hear something, you can do something. If you can't do something, find somebody that will, because there will always be somebody that will. Um, please take care of yourself. For more than dice, I'm, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. And nerd's not listening. I'm nerd. <laughs> Somebody's been drinking too much. We are out of here.
Yeah, you need to kick again. 